Hey, David Allen here from Confession Radio and the Podcast Whisperer. I am so excited today to tell you guys about Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm gives you all the tools that you need to create your own podcast. And the best part, it's free. You can monetize from it. You have creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And it will distribute as well to all the major podcast websites, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those amazing, amazing podcast platforms. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hello and welcome to Confession Radio. This is Paul Cram. I have been kindly invited to read some confessions and share my thoughts I'm an actor by day, and actually I hail from a really big, fun, opinionated family uh, where I learned quite early what Jan Brady must have felt like being right in the middle of the Brady Bunch. (laughs) All right, on to our confession. I am a 46-year-old drug user. I have been addicted for more than 20 years. I know it's wrong. I know I can be a better person. I got hooked when a supposed friend introduced me to crack in 1992. If I could only go back to that day, I'd kick the you-know-what out of him. I was all set to make something in my life. In 2010, my dad was diagnosed with lung cancer. It only got worse. I have hurt the people I care about the most. I have stolen from my mom. I have written checks on her bank account and pawned her jewelry. I don't know what to do. I know I'm depressed since dad died. I'm also disabled and on disability. I pretty much kept everything in check until 2001, when I lost a job I'd held for 17 years. I have drifted from job to job ever since. Uh, So there it is. I have developed COPD, I'm on oxygen full-time, and can't work. I ask myself why I'm suddenly doing three and four times more than I've ever done. Do you think that I'm depressed? That I'm trying to speed my own death? I'm at a loss and need some guidance. I contemplate suicide daily, But I guess I'm too much of a coward. Can you help me? Signed, End of My Rope in Florida. Oh, hello, End of My Rope. Um, First things first, first things first. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline, for anyone listening, including you, End of My Rope, is 1-800-273-8255. I'll read that once more. 1-800-273-8255. I mentioned that uh, because I myself actually very recently uh, had a really close friend of mine mention to me some suicidal thoughts that he was having. And honestly, I had no idea how to really respond to that or how to interact or how what I was at a loss to, kind of at, I guess I could use that phrase. I was at the end of my rope. I really didn't know how to help. So I myself called a suicide prevention hotline and spoke with them for a while. And I just have to say from my own experience, it was so helpful and so insightful and just it was a breath of fresh air. And I so needed that. So I encourage you, end of my rope in Florida, um, take that breath of fresh air when you're feeling those those in those moments in the, in your day when you're having some suicidal thoughts uh call that number uh, again that's 1-800-273-8255 and please know that you are not alone in your addiction i, I you've listed um some the years that you've been addicted to cocaine 
I want to say you are not alone. I mean, um, I don't know if you've ever been through any sort of treatment program or anything like that, but there are so many people that have um, have addictions and and you know, be it cocaine, be it methamphetamines, be it alcohol, be it um, I mean, over the counter. I, I mean, there, there's just so many different things that people are addicted to. Uh, I say that as a hopefully a sort of support um, or something along those lines, just that you're not alone. And and I hope that you don't feel alone. There are so many people that uh, that have that have walked in in similar uh, addictions and been able to come out and 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 actually help help other people too that are that are dealing with that as well. Which kind of leads me to my next thought, which is uh, you don't mention it in your letter. I'm not sure if you have ever been through a treatment program of any type. Part of me thinks that you may have, um, given the, the length of time that you've been addicted, but um, I'm not sure if you have or haven't. Uh, so I would say to that, um, if you have not, uh, or even if you have, uh, maybe maybe that might be something to reconsider or, or to try for the first time. There's, uh, I know for NAA, there's a, there's a portion of the program that's really great. Uh, I think it's really great. Because it, it, it's one of the steps of the program that you reach out to people that you have hurt or harmed or, you know, things like that, that you've done against them. And it's a part of the program where you actually make amends. And it sounds like that might be something that would help you. Uh, you list some of the ways that you've, you know, you've stolen money and pawned your mom's jewelry off and different things like that. I'm certain that there's a certain shame that comes with that. I just really hope that there's, yeah, I would, I, I hope that there's a way that you can, you can walk through a, a treatment program or, or through some something to reach a place of uh, forgiveness and the ability to kind of hold your head up again. I am a huge fan of church. <laughs> uh, it's one of those places that uh, I don't know. It's, it's. I grew up going to church I, I really enjoy it I appreciate the sort of camaraderie and support that is there I don't know if that's something that you are open to I would highly recommend um, if it's not church maybe maybe yeah like what like I was saying a support group the thing I do like about church is that I have seen I will mention this uh, it's a little bit of a rabbit trail but bear with me. Uh, I have seen some people that utilize support groups like AA as a place to almost perpetuate their addiction. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm totally kind of going off course with this, but um, I think that support groups are so awesome, so good. I highly encourage you to try one. Uh, in addition to that, you know, something like church or some support groups that are not necessarily related to your addiction, I guess, might be kind of what I was getting at too you know places where you can create bonds with friends where they're not maybe necessarily connected again to uh, uh, in a, an addiction is I guess where my brain was going with that um, yeah are you open to that are you open to to looking up a church and maybe starting to go once a week and just seeing what it's all about and talking to some I don't know I think there's a lot of pastors and uh, people in the in the church community that are that are really genuine and open and really want to help people um so yeah hopefully that's something that you'd be able to 
look into and maybe willing to explore. I will share this too, like kind of why I'm talking about like support groups and communities like a church is there was a study that was done gosh i want to say it was in the past couple of years and i i I saw this on social media i saw it on facebook i I think i saw it on twitter too so i'm pretty sure you can google this or bing it or whatever search engine you, (laughs) you prefer you can look up there was a study done they used cocaine and water i think they i think they laced water with cocaine and then they did some studies with lab rats and you know basically got the rat like a rat addicted to drinking cocaine water um but what was really interesting about the study was that they had two options for the the, the lab rat they had regular water and then they also had the water that was laced with cocaine. You maybe have already heard of this study, uh, but for those of you that have not, it was interesting because the obviously the rat always went to the cocaine water. But that was when the rat was in like seclusion, when it was just alone. It would just go for the cocaine water. What was interesting was that once the rat was introduced into like a community of rats and had things to do and had had some stuff to occupy its time and some you know, fun rat things to do, I guess, uh, like run on those wheels and things like that. The rat actually stopped choosing the cocaine water. And I found that fascinating. I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's really intriguing. Like there's something to this rat having little rat friends. And I, obviously the application here is, is when applied to humans, it's like, oh, okay. I just wonder if if there's so much so much coming at you in life end of my rope in Florida. Um, I just I really 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 strongly encourage you to have a support group outside of the the drug community. My hope would be that something maybe similar could happen for you that we see in that study, which is maybe this whole desire for the cocaine will start to diminish some. Um, you listed in your letter that you've noticed of late that you really started to do like three or four times more than you've ever done ever before. And I'm hoping that, you know, some of these suggestions and some of these things, you know, reaching out to a church and, and maybe a therapy or, or, well, yeah, I don't know if I said therapy, but uh, a support group or even therapy, like reaching out to a therapist. I would chat with your doctor. Uh, you know, you, you said that you have COPD. Uh, which for people that don't know, uh, COPD is a chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Uh, I actually had to look it up because I didn't know what it was. And when I once I read that, then I was like, oh, there is so much coming at you. You know, ha- you, you said that your dad died. You know, it was it was a lung disease type thing. And now you have COPD. I was, I just, I read that and I, my heart was just was like, oh, Life is really coming at you. I mean, I mean, there's a there's a lot on your plate, and I don't, I don't think that that plate can only be held just by you. I think that there will be some support that can so be so beneficial and helpful to you. Yeah, I would I would chat with your doctor. I would mention the depression thing and see what options he recommends. Um, there might be some things that that he might even be able to recommend you to some support groups, some therapy. I'm rereading your questions again. Uh, you said, do you think that I'm depressed? Yes. Part of the reason I think that is because you say you are. You say in your letter, you know that you're depressed uh, since your dad died. I myself have lost a parent. And it's devastating not having that person that you've always looked up to um, around. It's, it's, 
very hard. It's very challenging. I don't know exactly 100% what all those feelings are that you're having with that. I can relate to grief and I feel for you. I myself went through some grief counseling actually, which I found really helpful and really satisfying to, to experience. I would strongly encourage you to, to actually, yeah, if you haven't, if you have not ex- considered uh, grief counseling too, to maybe look at that. There's, I keep saying this, there's, there is a lot on your plate. There's a lot, I'm rereading your letter. It just sounds like there's a lot of things in life that you've experienced and gone through. Uh, you know, being addicted for more than 20 years, there's there's got to be a lot of hurt and pain within that. I mean, you even mentioned that, uh, you know, things with your mom, with, with stealing, and I'm sure there's been lies and things like that. You mentioned that you wanted to go back. If you could go back to 1992, you'd kick the shit out of that friend of yours, which is so understandable. I totally get it. But what is interesting to me is you end that thought with you I was all quote I was all set to make something of my life and I look at this letter and I'm like what was it that you were all set to do and what is it that makes you passionate or what is it I guess where it's it's kind of that bigger question like what were those things that you wanted to do back then that you didn't do and maybe some of them are not achievable. Maybe, you know, I totally understand, you know, <laughs> sometimes when we're young, things that we want to happen, you know, you look back and it's like, that was kind of meh, pie in the sky. But there's probably some things that you wanted to do that you still can and you could still achieve. And and maybe it's some of those things that would give you some passion and some and kind of carbonate your life and make it exciting again. Some things maybe that can give you some happiness, some things that would give you a smile on your face and some joy if you are depressed. I know myself, I love, love, love some really silly, geeky, stupid, not stupid, I I shouldn't say stupid, but really geeky things that some other people might say that's really stupid, Uh, but they give me joy. And, you know, one of them is I like, I really, I really do. I love like making things with my hands I like making soap by hand and I like picking out how it's going to smell I'm a huge fan of like perfume and cologne and, and like smelling things and I found an online community that really supports that and it's geeky and some people look at me like because I'll start talking about you know cologne and, and like the molecular structure of, of certain scents and <laughs> some people look at me like you are crazy And I don't care, though, because I'm like, I know I'm crazy, but this makes me happy. And there's this huge community worldwide where we all kind of love that. I hope that you can find something like that. And I'm I'm saying that because I'm reading your letter, and pardon me if if I'm totally reading into it, but it sounds like you're kind of secluded. I I hope that you can break out of that if you are. I hope that there's a way that you can find some communities probably through the internet is one way you know like i said i've found some other people that are interested in in molecular smells i'm sure i'm sure that you know (laughs) there's got to be a whole bunch of different things outside of coke by the way i i definitely put hopefully you can push out of uh i i know that like the drug circles um it's like everybody sees everybody and you can be very insular and closed off to the rest of the world, especially if you're high and you know you're not you're not partake, participating too much in, in in the rest of of other communities and other things that are going on. So, I really hope that you can find a passion and f- or refine it or rekindle it or something, and start looking at that. 
in the thought of kind of almost jumping back to that rat lab rat experiment thing that they that study that they did that maybe if you do find a passion or you do start interacting in a different way with different people outside of you know the coke circles that maybe some of these things maybe you'll find that you aren't using three to four times as much as you usually do and maybe ideally you know for you it sounds like you know it sounds like you do kind of want to kick this uh that being the case i mean ideally you could find some other passions and things to take up your time that would fulfill you possibly even this would be so exciting at least in my it'd be so exciting in my head uh, maybe even to the point where you actually can start reaching and, and, and helping other people too. I've always, I've always been a firm believer in, and I hear it all, time and time again, you know, it's like when people <laughs> volunteer and help other people, it's like they, that's when they start getting so fulfilled. I guess all in all, I really, I feel for you. I definitely feel for you. And I really do hope that some of the things that I'm talking about resonate with you and, and that there's some hope in there because you're not the only one that has experienced addiction you're not alone in that. Um, it can be so challenging and, and a really hard mountain to climb. There have been people that have climbed it, the mountain to recovery, and they are happy and fulfilled. And you can be too. You can be too. And yeah, that's my hope for you. Yeah, that, that, that you'll experience some of that too. I'm just re-glancing at your letter because I definitely want to make sure that I'm just kind of getting all my thoughts together. But I think I, I think that I think I've kind of covered it. I've, I've talked a lot. Thank you so much for listening to my to all of my thoughts. Um, I'll leave you with this: Don't give up. You can definitely do this. Uh, life is it's it's really challenging. It's also it's terrifyingly beautiful too. There's there's just such amazing beautiful things in it. Thanks for listening to Confession Radio. If you have a confession, send it to confessionradio.net at gmail.com. Don't forget to visit our website, confessionradio.net. You can find me, Paul Cram, at paulcramactor.com. And from there, you can kind of jump into all the different social media sites that I participate in as well. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Do you have a confession that you need answered? Or do you want to be on confession so you could answer someone's problems? Email us, confessionradionet at gmail.com and keep up with all the awesome updates at confessionradio.net. Stay tuned for more Confession Radio.